Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, I get to speak with my good friend, Vijay Niles. She's been helping professionals get to the next level in their careers. She's a career strategist and a speaker. Now, what's funny is that I've been looking for a career strategist or I've been strategizing my own career, not just career, but my entrepreneurship and and where I'm going. So again, strategy is something that's very important for all of us to get to that next level. Now, she says on her profile, she's not just a code, but she helps you strategize your career, help you catapult to the next level in your career, whether you're a mid-level professional wanting to get to the next level, an executive trying to decide your next move between C-suite and your own thing, or an entrepreneur trying to figure out how to bring your ideas to fruition. And what's What's something that we're focusing on this podcast is how to make your side hustles into full-time things. And this is where VJ Niles is an expert on. So VJ, thank you so much for your time and coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I got introduced to you on one of those live LinkedIn Samia episodes <laughs> with Janaid. And I was like, dude, you guys are talking like, stuff from from out of my from inside my head this is really powerful and you know because we all have those thoughts that we don't like to you like get out in the open we just you know keep it to ourselves or maybe write it down in the journal but if we you know and and so that was really inspiring and i was like you know i need i need to talk with vj i need to talk with janae and you know get them on the podcast get their story because we all have so many different experiences and then what we learn and you know we're basically standing on shoulders of giant we wouldn't be able to use this technology that we are using today if bill gates hadn't figured out you know how to program the operating system or you know steve jobs hadn't worked with Wozniak. so but we all have our own journeys that we go through so my very first question is first question is usually, you know, tell us a version of your journey that no one's heard of before. Well, for my journey, I think, um, and that nobody's <laughs> heard before. That's a harder part. Let's I see. know, right? But we can we can um, always go in and out of okay. You know, this is what this is where I started. But here's some things that you know I've never talked about. Okay, I guess some parts of my journey a lot of people probably don't know is um, I always had a plan to not work for somebody for the rest of my life. You know, I was 22 in mm-hmm. corporate America. I hit 23 and was like, I do not want to do this for the rest of my life. I don't want to work for somebody else. And um, anything I did, I was always just trying to like, you know, save money, learn all, all the different jobs I had. I've had four careers. I've worked in insurance, higher ed, IT and HR. Um, and in between, it was always like the motivation for me to do what I wanted to do. So, um, you know, I just would always keep my eye on the prize. Like I hate my job, but I knew I was doing it because one day I was going to have my own thing. I knew that I could take my mistakes and 
help other people with it, the things that I overcame. You know, I think perseverance is probably one of the biggest parts of my story. There are times I probably should have given up. I probably mm-hmm. should have stopped and just been like, enough is enough. But I just couldn't. Yeah. You know, I just really couldn't. You know, there are days I'm like, you know, we should just give up. And I'm like, mm, no, we shouldn't. We really no. shouldn't. We're just going to keep going forward, you know. And I exhaust every option before I'm like, okay, it's not even a give up. It's like, all right, this literally will not work. We've exhausted every option to try to make this work. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to something else. Yeah. So I think a big part of my journey is that level of perseverance. I mean, only probably like my close friends know um, how much I've been through, how many mountains I've had to move, how many obstacles have been in my way, you know, yeah. and just really always getting back up. You know, as, as Les Brown Jr. says, if you land on your back and you're looking up, you can always get up. Mm-hmm. So I was always just like, all right, get back up. You know, I've worked two jobs and I mean, I've gone to two different schools, had a job and in my own business all at the same time. So I, like I said, there are times I probably should have been like, wait, maybe I shouldn't do all this. <laughs> maybe slow down in like one job and just the one business and one school, you know, but, um, it just all kind of made me who I am. And it's all just been like such an interesting journey. You know, people look at me now and I'm like traveling more and I'm about to, um, I'm ready to relocate out the country, which I'll be doing hopefully a couple more months. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm planning to spend the winter abroad in the Dutch Caribbean because I'm tired of being cold. Yes. um, (laughs) I was talking to this lady the other day who was like, wow, you're so blessed. And I was like, yes, I am. But it's like, you have no idea what I've had to go through Mm -hmm. to even point the sacrifices that I've made. And, you know, the things I just had to let go of to get to this point. So I think that's a big part of my journey that people don't know. It's just the level of perseverance that I've been through. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's super important to have that, you know, in the back end, because without without the struggles, uh, it's like we were watching this movie, uh, Alexander, the the very bad day and whatnot. And it's like, you know, unless you can appreciate the bad or having experienced the bad, you know, you can then appreciate the good that you have. You, you're more grateful because a lot of the times you'll hear people are just complaining because they've just had it good the whole time. And yes, they're, they're like, Oh, I'm entitled to this. I'm like, no, you're not. No, it's like, welcome to the real world. Yes, welcome to the real world. We have, I mean, and what's funny that people don't realize is that we have days and nights every single day. Like, our, we should be so acclimated with change because every single day you have a day and a night. You have an up and down. And right. entire history of the universe, there are ups and downs. So having them in our lives is only natural yes yes sweet so congratulations you know for spending winter in a in a warmer <laughs> weather area <laughs> Thank you. because that would be really awesome and and we i was i was looking at my electric bill last year and winter was hanging around in spring and we had to pay an exorbitant amount of money to keep the house warm. I'm like, oh my God, what is this going on? So I that's am really on oil. So 
oil is even more expensive than electric is. So oh yes, goodness. I totally get it. I am tired of shoveling snow. I'm tired of being cold. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah I said I my time. Sometimes you just have to make that decision. Yeah. That this is your time. And actually, that's another part of um my my journey was, I've I made the decision mm-hmm. that I'm not I'm not going backwards anymore. Like yeah. I'm going full out in my business. Um, I've rebranded. I did some new things, but I'm finally at a point where I'm like, yeah, this is it. I'm moving forward. There's no going backwards anymore. Yeah. Like I, I have better clarity on some stuff. You know, I redid my strategy. Um, I've already put together a 10 year plan. I'm like, everybody's nice. like, oh, 2020 is my year. I'm like, that's my decade. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, right. it's about having that mindset shift when you really just decide like, all right, this is what's going to happen. This is what I need. This is what I'm going to do. It's, the, the mountains just move out the way. That's right. They do. Yeah. Well, it's not that the mountains move out the way. You fly over them. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you fly over them. Sometimes you just blow a hole through the middle of them. Sometimes yeah. Yeah. you just be like, you know what? There's an alternate route where there are no mountains. <laughs> so, yeah. But I think it's like that. That really helps. You know, no matter what you're doing, if you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out, should I make this hobby into a full-time thing? Yeah. You know, you just put together the right strategy and decide, okay, I'm going to give it my all, give it the time to grow yeah. and develop, to be what I want it to be. It's not an overnight process. It's this not, is like my no. third business. Yeah. You know, so I failed at two other businesses. Yeah. I didn't get one. And then I had one I never even got off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but now yeah. it's like I take all of those experiences and sometimes you have to realize when you've taken yourself as far as you can and get the help that you need. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, That's right. like I said, once you make those decisions, like I was like, all right, I'm going to go get the help I need. And I started getting the help I needed and yeah. I had the right support system. And, you know, like, if, if, especially as an entrepreneur, you have to have entrepreneur friends. You do. Oh, my you God. So you true. That support system. It doesn't matter where in the world they are. No. You just have to. Have them. You have them. You got to have them yeah. because. The mindset is so different. Like if you're talking to somebody who's got a nine to five, I'm like, well, I can only talk about this topic. And then that's where sports come in, right? People talk about sports all the time because it's it's a medium that doesn't require, you know, any real life um, experience or emotions or something. That, I, I don't know what, uh, that even makes sense. No, and you're saying never talk like about- it's something that you don't have to be directly in like you're not yeah. a direct player but you're still involved with it you still yes. have a level yes. of engagement and i don't have any of that i don't watch any sports whatsoever right <laughs> so i'm like yeah um so like uh there's one one friend of mine or a cousin or family friend um he's actually my my wife's cousin but we talk about um like when when bitcoin was doing great we talked about cryptocurrency all the time and then when it crashed, I'm like, all right, we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> you know, so like I I am still struggling on finding the people that are my people. Like what what's right. my vibe to like, okay, these are the people. And I think that's what I've done with the podcast. You know, I've reached out to people that think the way I think and mm-hmm. I like the way they think. So then, you know, we have a conversation like this and it's really helping each other out and figuring out, okay, what's, what's the next thing you're doing? And like you mentioned, you've got your entire 10 years planned out, which is like super amazing and super impressive because for me, I'd be happy if I have my next two weeks planned out. 
you know, I am the. But to do that, though, I looked at the bigger picture, right? And then I had a post earlier and and somebody commented, um, Audrey commented on it. Audrey Boyle's her name. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you look at the big picture and then you can work backwards from your big picture. Absolutely. Sometimes that's what you do. So I decided, like, I want to impact 10,000 lives over the next 10 years. Mm hmm which means it's going to be a thousand a year. So now I can work backwards and figure it all out. Like I don't have very little detail figured out just sure, yet, sure, but I sure. have the master plan. And That's one of the reasons point. why I like strategies and I, I'm a strategist is because when you strategize something, you look at every possible scenario. Mm-hmm. Well, I do anyway. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, so here's possible scenarios. Here are possible outcomes from each scenario. You know, I used to always just be like, oh, I'm going to make a plan. But when I made a plan and things didn't go to plan and I yeah. only had one two backup plans, that wasn't always enough. And I realized yeah. my plans did not take into consideration these outside things. Yeah. Whereas when I started to strategize, I looked at, okay, so if I make this plan, here's the things that could affect it. What if I don't have any money for that? So how do I get the money for that? What if I need more education for that? What if mm-hmm. I need a new car? What if I need to figure out new housing? What if I need a new passport? Like all those things. Okay, I need new medical. I need life insurance. I need this. Like everything comes into play yeah. when I strategize. Well, what happens if I meet somebody and because I'm not married and I don't have kids, but like what happens if that happens for me? Yeah. That changes my plan. Or, you know, what if I meet, um, you know, what if I find a kid I love somewhere in the world and decide to adopt a kid? Now my mm-hmm. life changes. So I think about all of these different scenarios so mm-hmm. i'm like there's a strategy for that so if i hit one of those scenarios i don't have to come up with a brand new plan it's just oh okay that's scenario 3.7 we just switched over to that we already got a strategy in place for that nice. and that's like my strategies make you more flexible because when people's plans don't happen they're like oh my god my plan didn't work out yeah you're defeated but if you have a strategy you're like oh we've already worked out that scenario we just mm-hmm. it's, it's a fluid okay let's just switch because we already know what to do for that that's amazing and you're able to do that because you've gone through the experience. You've had those experiences, right? You you created four businesses. You you were in four different careers. You created two businesses, failed to start one of them. You know, it's like you, you, there's no tires on this on this plan. We can't really get this car going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's like it's many experiences and just like the level of perseverance of like, all right, listen. I was one of those kids, like, if you ever told me I couldn't do something, that was just a dare to me. I was like, oh, I'm going to prove you wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if I, as I got older, even still, you know, I was in college. And I, it's funny because I look at some of today's kids compared to, like, when I was their age. At, like, 18, 19, you couldn't tell me anything. I was on top of the world. It was mm-hmm. nothing I could not do. Yeah. Right? I didn't even consider I couldn't do stuff. And we didn't even have this level of technology. You know, no, we were still figuring the world out. It was the 90s dot com era had just kicked <laughs> off, you know. But I was like, I can do it. I'm going to figure yeah. it out. This yeah. is what I want. Like, I always knew I wanted my own business. I, I could vision it, what I, you know, what I wanted. That vision has shifted and changed mm. because, there, you know, like I used to want to own bookstores. That's not really a thing anymore. <laughs> so, you know, it's just like, okay, let's shift out of that, you know. And it's just like I shifted with the times, but. Um, I was always just like, there's, there's a way to do this. Always have a backup plan. I never had like a plan A and a plan B. I was at like A through H and then there was subsections of every plan, you know? Yeah. So, and then I realized like, you have to get rid of your comfort zone. Like if I blew mine up, it's gone. There's no such thing as a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's just like me with a tent in the middle of whatever I'm in. Right. Like that's my comfort zone at this like, point. You, you know, just like, need a backpack in the tent. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's it. You just have to really figure out what's it worth to you. 
You know, like sometimes people are so afraid. I'm like, are you more afraid to fail or afraid to succeed? Right? Because is it worth it? Yeah. You know, I heard somebody say, I can't remember the man's name. I was at a conference and it was a, such a powerful statement to me because he was like, um, I used to be in Prime America back in like 07 and it was at one of our conferences and I walked into the African-Americans in Prime America group and the guy said, we've mastered being broke. It's time to master success. He was like, <laughs> is it? He was like, let's think, if you don't become successful, you go back to being broke. You know how to do that. You succeeded yeah, at that. Do that. And I was like, that is such a good point, you know? It's a really good and, point. And I was like, that's true. Like, so what if you fail and you go back to status quo? You've been doing status quo. You have mastered status quo. So if you go for your dream and it doesn't work out the first time and now you're back to watching Netflix, you know how to watch Netflix. <laughs> you know how to sit on the couch, right? Like, what's the big deal? Just go do it. Like, if. If there's a chance that you can make your life better, why would you not do it? Why would you not I do it? I don't understand that. Like yeah. people are like, oh, have you seen the latest episode of? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm so behind on TV shows that I used to love. I'm like, I'll get to it. Yeah, I'll watch something yeah. on a plane in France. They're not I'm going like, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I watch Netflix and it's literally old shows I've seen before, so I don't pay attention. It's just yeah. background noise for it's me. Background noise. No. Like I put on Grey's Anatomy because they're up to like 15 seasons. I'm like, perfect. I don't have to change shows for a while. You know, and it's just running in the background and I'm doing my job. And every now and then I look over and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that scene. I was a good uh-huh. one. And then I go back to work it, you know, yeah. like, but I understand what my why is. I, mm. I realize the drive and the want for more. I mean, I've been, I've trained my replacements. I've been let go from jobs for stupid reasons, you know, um, and it's just like, it's not worth it to me. Yeah. You know, to just still be status quo. And I'm always telling people, I'm like, you ordinary people, please stop telling extraordinary people to be ordinary. Yeah. We don't like it. We don't like you it. Know, some people, some people, ordinary is great for them. They are good at it. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like yeah. some people want a simple life. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely mm-hmm. not at all. But Keeps... for me, that's not what I want. Yeah. Like your level is simple and my level is simple. It's just two different levels of simple. Mm. You know, I want to make a global impact. I want to experience things. I want to learn multiple languages and like just make an impact on one person's life everywhere I go. You know, and like I don't have to, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to be part of this big program and this mass movement and and make Mm. sure that I hit like 5,000 really big people. No, I'd like the small people. Like I just recently did um, two lunch and learns this week. I talked for women at Tesla and women of color and farmer at GSK. And like the best compliments I got was you were so real. Like you gave real advice. And that was like the best thing for me to hear. I was thank you. You know, somebody was like, you're so real. I'm like, yeah, I don't do pie in the sky. You know, I I understand like life is hard. I've seen a lot of ugly and, you know, people are like, yeah, you should only work places that, you know, are in line with your values and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you need to eat every day? Yes. <laughs> okay. So Didn't work anywhere. Yeah. Like, because even if a company has great values, let's be realistic. Your coworkers might not have the best values. No. Exactly. You know, like, like let's be realistic. You know, and everybody at work is not going to be your friend. They're not supposed to be your friend. No. So and you know, you have to understand, so real. like, right? Like, understand the boundaries. I've had plenty of coworkers that I'm like, yo, we can have lunch together, but I'm not talking to you outside of work. Yeah. <laughs> And, like and different circles. that is so, so true because, you know, I worked at a company for over three years. I don't talk to those people anymore, even though we're friends on Facebook. Sure. We'll right. see a post every once in a while, 
but their mindset is different from my mindset because I'm doing this and they're not doing this. And they were only friends because we worked in the same place and, you know, we had some similarities, right? Right. You know, we had same. So, wow, that's a really, really powerful point. Damn. Oh man! I only I can only do real. I'm like, listen, things are great. I love pie in the sky. We can shoot mm-hmm. for the moon all we want, but we're still on Earth. Before yeah. we hit the moon, let's figure out Earth. And people are gonna be people. People aren't yeah. gonna like you for whatever reason. Everybody's not there to cheer you on. Um, sometimes it's better to move in, you know, stealth mode. Mm-hmm. You know, like those two things I talked about. The two talks I had today, probably exactly. four people yeah. knew I had those lunch and learns. And then, like, I have, you know, beforehand. And now that yeah, they're yeah. done, I'm like, guess what? I was just speaking at, you know, for Tesla, you know, and yeah. they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> because it's easier to move quietly and then just celebrate your success. Exactly. And like, even so, I always tell people to network, right? Like, I'm always talking about networking, but actually how to do it, not just go out and network and talk to people, but follow up, build yeah. relationships. That's mm-hmm. what, you know, networking is truly about. And especially if you're trying to become a, an entrepreneur. Um, or if you're trying to figure out how to turn that hobby into a business, you have to network. You have to talk to other people. Absolutely. And then from networking, you just never know who you're going to meet and the type of opportunities that you're going to get. I got yeah. both of those opportunities from networking. From networking, yeah. From networking. The lady from for Tesla, we were at a meetup together. It was a LinkedIn local meetup. And we met, and she lives towards where I live, and I drove her back to her car. Like, so we had like a 45-minute car ride together, and we're just talking. You know, and, and she's like, wow, you know, I was talking some career strategy stuff with us. And she's like, man, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then she told the women at her job and they're like, well, get her in the talk because she's part of the leadership team for women at Tesla. There I was you, like, go. you know, and I get this text like, hey, sorry, it's been a while. But and I know it's kind of short notice, but would you want to <laughs> talk for us? It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like when, you know, I mean, we probably had like a three week league's time. Yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, OK, sure. No problem. You know. But it's all because of networking. It's so, just literally yeah. talking to people and yeah. giving a little bit of who you are um, so people get a sample of it and then they want more. You know, think, you just have to be you. You do. Absolutely. You got to be yourself. And something that my um, this guy I follow, Greg Roulette, he says, you know, you've got to be the same person on the video. You got to be the same person in the meeting. got to be the same person at, at the lunch because you got to be that same person because you can't. You, there's impossible to manage multiple personalities. Right. So, right. so true. So awesome. And, you know, a lot of the times people are, would post on, on LinkedIn and they were like, oh, networking has such a bad connotation. It's because you've been, you haven't been doing it correctly. Right. Right. Or maybe there's a lot of salespeople coming in trying to get your money. I don't know what it is, but. It's because you know why people think it's transactional, right? Mm-hmm. People don't realize networking is, it's not about the hookup. It's about building relationships. It's not going out, collecting a bunch of business cards, right? Some people go out like, okay, I got to collect like 45 business cards. No, why? If you're not going to do anything with them, what's the point? Exactly. Right. It's about holding conversations where you, you know, cause there's some people you meet and it's like, okay, you have a conversation with them. You're not calling them ever again. You don't want to talk mm-hmm. to them after that. Like that's pretty you cool. Know? You know, but yeah, but there's some people that you're like, okay, there's a vibe here. Let's talk a couple things. That's how I met Janiyad. We also mm-hmm. met at a LinkedIn local. Actually, LinkedIn the same local, one I met yeah. at the Tesla lady. The same one, yeah, yeah. And we didn't even get to talk much the first time we met. 
it was just kind of like, hey, how you doing? What do you do? Da da da. Then there was another one that same week, like three days later. Yeah. And he's like, oh, are you going to that one? Because we didn't get a chance to talk. And it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll be there too. Like, I think we said that on LinkedIn. And then we yeah. finally got to talk at the second one. And then we started talking more and more and more, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, maybe yeah, last week we were at another event that I told him about nice. and I was like oh it's a networking event you know you should check it out now we do similar things but we're not in competition with each other we no. collaborate I yeah. stick to mid-level and up people um he does you know like more early level professionals and that's mm-hmm. perfect because when they that's come perfect. to me I'm like eh I'm gonna refer you to him yeah and then when he gets mid-level people or somebody trying to change careers he's like I'm gonna send you to VJ yeah you know and it's just like having that that, you know, building that relationship, you know, it's, it's all exactly. about talking to people. Cause okay. The best networking story I have, and it's crazy because mm-hmm. I, I have never heard two people say something so exact before in my life. <laughs> I'm at this event and it's like this, I was in this meetup group that was like the New York city girlfriends get together and we celebrated. It was like a holiday thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm talking to these two ladies on my right and there's a lady on my left. And so I asked the two ladies on my right, you know, so what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. One lady says, She's interested in opening up a non-for-profit to do art therapy. And I said, okay. She's like, but I want to do it for like the refugees. But she's like, you know what? They're not really refugees, but the people that are like dislocated in their countries because of civil wars, like in Africa, I would love to go somewhere in Africa, open up a, um, a center and do art therapy for those people. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. We talk a little more. I talked to the lady on my left who I had met before, but I never knew what this woman did. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, hey, how are you doing? I was like, you know, I don't think I know what you do. So what do you do? Well, I own a not-for-profit in Uganda where we do art therapy for the refugees. They're not really refugees, but they're the people that were dislocated because of the Civil War. And I was like, wait, what? What? I was like, Did okay, you just stop move over here? Like, yeah. are you like, someone from the future? <laughs> and the lady that was on my right, she was like, what did she say? I said, don't worry, I'm on it. I was like, switch seats with me because you two need, to, need to get together. I was because... like, the universe put you two together and me in the middle for a reason. <laughs> so I'm going to go over here. You guys need to talk. Yeah. And I just moved on. I was like, yeah, this, I'm done. My, my role here is done. That's I was like, I have so never powerful. heard two people say something. It's, so like, it's therapy? like you heard their past and yes. this is from the future. Like she came back from the future to like, hey, I can help you. <laughs> yeah, it was so crazy. That's why I'm always like, talk to people you just never know who you're gonna meet you know and like i always tell people like if you run out of things to say you're not sure what to say ask somebody what are three things you're passionate about yeah because a lot of people will say stuff like food or traveling who doesn't love to eat right so you can have whole conversations on like oh what's some great restaurants nearby Exactly. you know so it's like an easy way to just start asking questions but i i mean i always tell people that like don't don't network and go out there and start selling people you have to just talk to them get to know them because people buy you. They don't buy what you're selling. They buy you. It's so true. It's been said a million times, right? Yeah. They, they want to know who you are so they can create that connection. And that's something that we were talking about. So yesterday, uh, we had this talk at this realtor event where we're basically teaching them okay, how to shoot video mm-hmm. and how to like, talk about your properties and you know, basically create a connection. And so this lady's like, okay, you know, I know Spanish and I know it- Italy, Italian, and, you know, I want to create content and attract these type of people. So I was like, well, first of all, you got to strategize. You got to figure out what topics you're going to talk about. Go yeah. as deep as you can. Figure out your scripts. Now record the video based on answering these questions and then do it in all three languages. 
Right. And then you never know because Facebook gives you that data back, which video is getting the target audience that you're interested in. And then you can tweak it and work on the stuff that's working. You know, if, if Italian people are watching more, then, you know, focus on that, that one. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's right. It's always about the right strategy, right? You can, because you can do a lot of things and have the wrong strategy and yeah. then it doesn't succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've done a lot of things with the wrong strategy so far. Well, see, but now you know me. So now you can get. To now I know you and we can, we can <laughs> figure out the right strategy. <laughs> Sweet. This was really awesome and powerful. I love it. Um, good, good, good. I wish I lived in New York. You know, I've, I've had a lot of good connections out in New York, but I'm just five hours away. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's only five hours. Yeah. <laughs> What's Where funny is I'm, I'm in D.C. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so let me tell you something funny. So um, I'm also, I also have passion to be in acting. So I've done some acting and I've done, you know, some commercials. And there was this one role, like Law and Order. They, they're looking for a Middle Eastern uh, to be like an extra. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I signed up and they're like, oh, you're in. But this thing is in New York. So I drove seven and a half hours to be in New York the night. And then in the morning, I was I showed up on set and I you know I was able to do my part and whatnot. But nice because it was it was just that experience. And if I you know and I wanted to like reach and reach out and connect with some of the other contacts that I had out in, out in New York, but the time was so short that I had to just run back home the next right. morning, or even the same night I think. So the night before I drove up, I stayed at my my cousin's place. Then I I took the train. And then Uber, and it was it was just crazy. Like I couldn't figure out the train system. <laughs> yeah, but New York City train system isn't like the train system in DC. I used to no. live in um, Natchez and work in DC, so yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with that part. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh my yeah, god. And, and is... it's funny because like, um, Law and Order is always filming somewhere in New York. There's so many times you'll be driving someplace and you'll see signs like "No parking tomorrow" filming yes. in Law and Order. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Okay. So that was a cool experience. And I got to connect with people that were that were extras themselves. And they're like, yeah, we do this all the time. We were extras in Spider-Man 3. We were extras in, you know, all these other movies. And, oh, we're doing New Amsterdam next week. And there's all this stuff filming in New York. I'm like, oh, my God, why am I not living here? But <laughs> but I know it's expensive as hell. So <laughs> And D.C. is not much cheaper. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That, I mean, like New York, DC is nothing. I have family like in um in Maryland, so yeah, I I know where you are. But yeah, and the next time I'm around, you know, maybe we can try to get together absolutely. when I'm back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So I like to ask some questions towards the end. Sure. What is one hobby that you wish you got into? Um, maybe sewing. Uh-huh. I was, I'm going to say sewing and I, yeah. and I blame my mom for this one. Sorry, mom, rest in peace. But she was, she went to the high school for fashion and industry and she was always sewing stuff, but she mm. never showed me how oh. she showed me how to cut out patterns and I would yeah. cut all her patterns when she wanted yeah. to make something, but she never showed me how to sew. I don't think <laughs> I know how to sew pillows. <laughs> well, very cool. Uh, my mom has been sewing since forever her mom was also you know she also used to sew so i had some opportunity to sit on the sewing machine and and like sew stuff and like uh do that kind of stuff so yeah that's a that's a really cool hobby because i remember when i was younger you know probably like 
four and five, she used to sew all of my clothes. Right. Like nice. high fashion looking. And then I remember when, when uh, she came out here, we, we were visiting in 85 and they had, they have all these simplicity patterns, right? You can, you can get, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you can like cut. And I was like, Oh, that's how you do it. So I, I you, and my mom loves to like try different things. And that's why I like, I, I have so many different hobbies. It comes from my mom and she's like into so many different things. She's like, Oh, um, like one of the doors in our, in, in Saudi Arabia, one of the doors were like dragging on the carpet and she's like, Oh, we could just take the door off and, you know, chop the bottom off or, you know, like trim it down. I was like, how do you know this? <laughs> so, right. So uh, I talk about this in my, in my magnetic entrepreneur chapter, like all of these things I have because my mom's is, is into hobbies. And then I was like, and I go even deeper. I'm like, and my mom's dad used to own a shop and, you know, he was a tradesman. And so nice. I'm like, and then I'm looking at all my mom's brothers and they're, they're all, you know, doing their own thing, entrepreneurship. I'm like, no wonder I have that. <laughs> it's in your blood. It's, it's in, in my blood. Like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, my mom and two of her sisters used to have their own little sewing business. And one of them, like, found their old business card and everything. And I'm like, <laughs> but you never taught me how to sew. <laughs> she told me how to cook. Like, I know how to cook. And such and, but yeah. The sewing part. I don't, and I have a sewing machine because I used to make pillows. But I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I got a machine. And then... When I stopped making pillows, my mother was like, can I borrow your sewing machine? And then she like, <laughs> never came back. No, I got it back now. Okay. But I was like, come on, you're supposed to teach me how to sew. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that I've, um, so one sewing project that I have is I've got all these old jeans. I've got like at least six or seven jeans and the crotch area is what, what got like torn. I'm like, well, I can't use these pants. So Perfect. they're sitting in my workshop and I'm like starting to cut out and then I'm going to make like a, uh, like a, a duvet or not a duvet, but what, what do you call it? a comforter or a, mm -hmm. or a patch, yeah, I don't know, yeah. something a like quilt. that, a okay, quilt, no. yeah, a quilt with the jeans pattern, but I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to like spend eight hours to do this and I don't have the eight hours. Right when do you have this time to do that? Right. Just doing little pieces. Little bits at a time, yeah. One piece at a time. That's you, it. Yeah. If you come look at my workshop, uh, it's 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 crazy. I've got way too many projects going on. Wait That's funny. <laughs> All right, next question. Um, what did you want to be when you were a child? Oh, okay, at different stages. I used to want to be a writer. Um I published a poem when I was seven. My uncle had this magazine. He's a publisher. And so I had a poem published when I was seven. Mm -hmm. um, then I wanted to be a lawyer for a very long time. I wanted to be a corporate lawyer mm -hmm. um, all the way into college. And then I was like, yeah, nah. Took the yeah. LSAT twice and was like, yeah, nah. That's okay. I'm an yeah. entrepreneur. And then I went yeah. on and got my MBA. Nice. But um, yeah, I used to want to be a lawyer for a very long time. Very cool. I like it. <laughs> Next question, what is your favorite movie or TV show? Oh, Star Wars. Easy. Very easy. Very easy. <laughs> Very easy. I'm a big Star Wars Star Wars. I have on a Star Wars shirt when I'm walking around the house. Yeah. Um, when I travel, it's funny. I had traveled with a friend for a conference, um, and it was around Star Wars Day. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I have to do stuff to wear, but I was like, wait, it's Star Wars Day. And I'm like, yeah. I had an extra Star Wars shirt, and I just yeah. wore it with, you know, uh, um, with the blazer because it was cold in a place and she's cracking up. I'm like, I have my uh, fleece 
Star Wars blanket I travel with. <laughs> I got Star Wars pajamas. Love She's like, it. oh my God, I got to take a picture sent to my kids. This is going to crack them up. I'm like, take the picture. Do it. <laughs> we'll talk about Star Wars. We have The Mandalorian, the TV show that just started. On yes, yes. Hopefully I'll get a chance to check it out. Yes. So my schedule, I, don't, I haven't been able to watch too many of the series just because of once I got no, into like, only one episode came out so far. There's only one episode. Right. But like, no, even for me, like I haven't even seen all of the Clone Wars, the cartoon. Oh, the Clone Wars. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't even get to watch all of those. My schedule, like, no. Well, when you're, when you're sitting on the beach, <laughs> when yeah. you're sitting out on the beach, you know, <laughs> like catch up on yeah. the Clone Wars. And then I'll catch up on stuff. I'll download everything then and be like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but honestly, even when I would be sitting at the beach, I would. Probably. Sometimes I would work. I would try to work, but then, like, you're just looking at the ocean. It's just too peaceful. It is too peaceful. That's right. But it would give me a lot of great thoughts and some strategies. Mm -hmm. And um, where one of my favorite beaches, I I like the um, island Curacao, and one Mm -hmm. of their beaches has wild boars on it. So, like, Mm -hmm. there's always just, like, sitting around, and they're funny. Like, I watched one steal somebody's sandwich out their bag, and it came (laughs) and sat right behind me and was just eating it. And I was cracking up. I'm like, the pig is living its best life, you know? (laughs) Um, But it's like, you know, just sit there. Like I get a lot of thoughts and and Mm -hmm. a lot of inspiration just kind of being tranquil. Yeah. yeah, I think one of of my most tranquil times is when I was commuting and that's how I started the podcast. I was like, you know what? I'm spending two hours driving. I could be doing something. So I, thanks to Crush It, and he's like, just just document your story. You know, it doesn't have to be so hard. And with with Anchor app, they made it so easy to record a podcast right on your phone it's like i'm just gonna do that so my first episode the queen bee is all around it was all recorded on my iphone while i'm driving home nice talk about beyonce (laughs) (laughs) because somebody told me queen bee is beyonce and somebody else told me that no that's somebody like um there's another queen bee before beyonce and i can't remember who that was Little Kim? Yes, Little Kim. Yeah, but but Little Kim was Queen B as in the B word. Whereas Queen as Queen Bay for oh. Beyonce for her name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, more clarity. <laughs> yeah, that was the difference in that one. Yeah, yeah. Nice, Little nice, Kim nice. you know, she she was hardcore. Mm, got yeah. it, got it. That's what that came from. But yeah, now you see Queen B. Oh, it's more like Queen Bay for yeah. Beyonce. But yeah. it's Queen B, either or. Mm-hmm. Of just a letter B for her name. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's funny. I was listening to um, I have like a, a playlist of different music, inspirational music. Sometimes I'm on my girl power. It just depends yeah. on my mood. Yeah. And I had um, formation had popped up. I was like laughing when you said Beyonce. <laughs> I was like, nah, I just heard her song. Um, nice. Yeah. All right, next one. Uh, what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Who? If I got to play a character in a movie. All right, can I answer with two movies? I want to do one action and one non-action. So sure. for an action movie, um, probably Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And for a drama, The Color Purple. Mm. I've, I love that book. I mean, I read. it's funny. I was at a sleepover in junior high, mm-hmm. and I couldn't sleep. I had, like, woke up and went to the bathroom or went to get something to drink or whatever. And... Um, my friend's mom had that book on the bookshelf mm-hmm. and I never went to sleep that night. I just read the book because I had only seen the movie. So then I read the book and I loved it. So then I had to go buy my own copy. I've seen a movie God knows how many times and mm-hmm. I've seen the play. Nice. So 
yeah color purple i'll have to check that one out because i have i haven't um i've seen that it's an old movie um whoopi goldberg starred in it it's like okay it's from the 80s but that was a good one or the outsiders that was one of my favorite books when i was um like in my probably like 12 13 okay the outsiders very pony boy loved it very cool so that's three things for me to research on (laughs) (laughs) who is your favorite superhero uh superman and wonder woman nice some days i feel like i'm super wonder woman yeah super wonder some woman. days i do my wonder woman twirl and i'm like old school wonder woman linda carter yeah, woman. yeah, yeah. I do my wonder woman twirl and then i go conquer the world <laughs> nice <laughs> all right last one if you were a board game what would it be risk because hmm. i'm all about taking risk <laughs> yeah you you gotta you gotta take the risks because that's how you figure out the different strategies. Oh, I took this risk. Right. It's not working. Let's right. do the next one. Right. Oh, I like it. You know, I've got I've been getting a lot of monopolies. Um, so that's that's a good Yeah, change. or maybe even chess. It's funny, as as much strategy <laughs> that I do, I don't actually play chess, but I'm very good at like being a few moves ahead. Mm. But um nice. yeah, that would be the uh, other one, definitely. My friend, um, What's his name? It's just hopping on my. It was right on top of my head. Um, I interviewed him. He's he's one of the LinkedIn guys also, but he he used to stream uh, on Twitch and he used to play chess on there. So mm. I'm like, hmm, that'd be pretty cool. Like, play stream chess over there. All right, last question, or you know, where can my audience find you? Don't so you can me. find me on LinkedIn. Um, under VJ Niles, V's and Victor, J as in John, Niles like the Nile River with the Ness. Mm-hmm. Um, my website is www.thenilesgroup.com. Um, and yeah, those are the two biggest places to find me. I mean, I'm on, tw- I'm not on Twitter as much as I used to be, but I'm at VJ Niles on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Instagram is at the Niles Group. But I'm most active on LinkedIn. If you really want to find me, it is LinkedIn. Perfect. I love it. Well, VJ, thank you so much for your time. This was a very envisioning conversation. I mean, uh, we we broke down a lot of barriers and figured out a lot of things that are going wrong in my head and, and, um, you know, and, you know, how to get to that next level. You got to strategize. You got to have a goal in mind. Break it down. And if anybody Perfect. needs me, um, I do do a free uh, 15 to 20 minute consultation to see if I'm even the right fit for you, whether it's for your career or if you're trying to see if you can be an entrepreneur or not, if you have a great idea. Perfect. Well, um, I'll be inc- including these links on the episode show notes so they can get in touch with you. And, and if you have an offer Perfect. link, they can go to there and you know get their 15, 30 minute free training or consultation with you and uh, hope, to the, hope for the best. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.